welcome back, sports fans. I know you've missed us, eh? You've been you've been waiting up late at nights thinking when's the next PGO episode gonna drop? Because we were consistent and then we weren't, but we're back, baby. We only took a week or two off. That's better than in the past. I'm Will Carlson, joined as always with Brandon Corbiel. Brandon, how you feeling, baby? How you doing? Uh, you know what? Doing doing pretty good. Uh, came down with the flu a couple of days ago, so it kind of bent me over, beat me up, kicked me around, chewed me up, spit me out. But uh, you know what? I'm feeling better. Drank my W, and I'm on I'm on cloud nine now. I'm I'm feeling much better and ready to uh to dive into PGO show. Getting back into it. Uh, what do we got to talk about here today? Uh, we got a lot. We got a lot uh, in the news these days. Sorry, my 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 mic seems off. Are you hearing me good? Oh yeah. All right, cool. It's coming through weird on my end, but that's all good. We we got a lot going on these days. We're gearing up for a massive. I'm gonna say biggest one of the biggest pay per views of the year. I am so stoked for this. We're ending off the year with a bang of all bangs, man. And yep. some people are calling this UFC 296. Would you like to know what I'm calling it? I would like to know what. Yeah, because I'm curious. The Colby Covington coronation ceremony, baby. Ooh. Chaos is getting the belt. To it. Chaos I, is getting the belt. I think so. I'm I'm putting I'm putting the house, I'm putting the doghouse, I'm putting the kids on it, I'm putting the car on it. I'm putting everything I got on this man. Will he win? I have no clue. Is Leon better than I think a lot of people are giving him credit for? A hundred percent. Is it going to be yeah. a tight fight? Oh, yeah. Is there a chance that K- Covington just gets KO'd into oblivion in the second round? Without a doubt. But, but, but I think there's a good chance that this is the day we see Colby Covington wear that big old belt. And if he wins... We will have Sean Strickland, Sean O'Malley, and Kobe Covington all holding gold at the UFC in the same time, and ESPN yeah. will have to drop their deal. We predicted, or we joked about this before Sean even fought for the belt, or O'Malley, I should say. We got to use the last names with the two Seans. Before O'Malley even fought for the belt, and then he won, and then we're like, oh, Strickland. And then Strickland won, and now we're like, yeah. oh, shit. We could get the trifecta. If you had put money on it at the start of the year that O'Malley, Strickland, and Covington would all hold gold by 2024, the start. Oh, man, you could you could have won some serious dough. You could have won some chatter. Yeah. Yeah, that, actually, that's that's crazy. I forgot about that. We were talking about that back in... What would that have been? It would have been about... It might have been January. What happened? January or February. Yeah, we, yeah. But hey, you know what? That just shows... Sometimes we know our shit. Not all the time, but sometimes Rarely. we know our shit. Usually we don't, but sometimes. Yeah, most most of the times we don't we don't have a sniff what we're talking about. But when we do, oh, when we do, it's a lot. We're, we're kind of we're kind of top dogs. So we are the big cheddar, my friend. <laughs> this um, card does look stacked, though. Oh man, it's huge. It's it's going to be noticed- a massive card. Though that the uh, the main cards only got as of right now at least the what what I'm looking on it's only got the main card listed with four fights. Yeah, so there was a dropout. I think we probably see. Um, 
I, I, I imagine we see um, Bryce Mitchell and Josh Emmett getting bumped up to the main card. Woo-woo. I would be shocked if we see something else, but there's a lot of great fights. So do you know why there's only four? Do you know who dropped out? Um, I saw something like two days ago, but I, I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Ian Gary. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. So what what did know... he... He got pneumonia or something, wasn't it? Yeah, no. So he got pneumonia. We're not going to dunk yeah. on him for that. We're going to dunk on yeah, him for other things. Do you know? Okay, so yeah, I'm looking at it now. It says Bryce Mitchell has been moved up to the main card. Yeah, there we go. Um, so do you know all the all the all the buzz awesome. around Ian Gary? Uh no. Oh, Brandon. Why? What'd Brandon, he do? Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. So, what'd he do? Ian, his middle name or his hyphenated last name, he's Ian Machado Gary. Okay. Now, Machado is the last name of his wife. Okay. 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 His wife. Is 16 years older than him. Okay. And is the ex-wife of his strength and conditioning coach. Huh. Who he lives with. Wait, wait, wait. He lives with his... Wife and her ex-husband. Oh, my... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. That's a. It's uh, an interesting little uh, life he's got going on there. It's a weird one. Not gonna lie, the guy yeah. that talked the most shit, the the new trash talker trying to get into the UFC, getting the hype, is uh. We're not gonna use the word cock, but hell, I will. Is a cock. I was I was gonna say like that's kind of seems like what what's going on, um, or maybe a reverse gosh. cock. But I've I've there's even a video that surfaced that he said something. He's like, "Oh, go ask your ex husband," and she's like, "You mean my boyfriend?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, go ask your boyfriend." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh fuck! What the fuck? And he took her last name. He took her name. Is she like is she like a muscle mommy? Like is she like built like jacked or is she more of like a she's a she's model in shape. type? Okay. I, I, I would say she's more of a model type. Um okay. but but obviously clearly in shape, like um but uh but yeah, yeah. Now now I've heard I've heard that this was more like satirical, but apparently she wrote a book. Over like 10 years ago. Called How to Be a Wag. Which is, I guess, an acronym. And it it implies like a woman that dates a younger man for his success. Okay. So she wrote a book on pretty much how to be a cougar gold digger, essentially. Yeah. She wrote this book when Ian Gary was 13. What's he now? He's like 28? 25, 28. She's 40. Jeez. 
I think she's 40. Dude, she called it. She she like had it all mapped out. Yeah, data strength and conditioning coach, marry him, then divorce him, and then marry one of his protégés. One of his he's uh, he's twenty six. Okay, he's twenty six, and yeah, she's forty. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of an interesting uh, scenario he's got himself into, and now he's got pneumonia as well. Now he's uh, got pneumonia. Add on to that. Um, I, I was not aware of. Of any of that. That's wild, though. Who is he Who is he set to, to fight on this card? Uh, he was set to fight Vicente Luque. Uh, so it definitely would have been a good fight to move him up. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm, j- I'm just looking up. I'm just looking up some of the info here. Um... For just just to see, I I guess he he returned uh, to social media to talk shit. But that's the thing, though, is like if you're in that situation, how can you ever go around and talk shit? Because you can just get dunked on so easily. And so like viciously because of the situation that he put himself in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not, it's not a good look, I'll say that much. Uh, How can you do that? Like, I I, I just, damn. I mean, yeah, like, she is a model. Okay. Um, Okay. Cullen, uh, I think his name was Liam Cullen, I think is his nutritionist. Yeah. Uh, Cullen was married to Layla Machado Gary. Well, now her name is Layla Machado Gary, but Layla Machado. They tied the knot in 2014, but separated later on. Um, oh, man. Cullen is also <laughs> the president of Layla LTD, a couple of a company named after his ex-wife that hosts a football show that is as well as featured on UFC Fight Pass. It's been alleged that Cullen lives and travels around with Gary and his wife and slash ex-wife. Um holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's that's nuts. That's too funny though. That's too funny. That's aside just, from that's that, not a good luck. That's not a good <laughs> luck. Aside from all that, uh, where where do we want to start here with this card? Because there's a. I want to start with Ian the Cut Gary. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he has to be though. I don't like. Oh, that's a Man. tough situation to like put yourself into that's insane that's insane (laughs) that's insane that's ridiculous that's nuts 
Um, but 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 ever anyone who follows UFC kind of already knows this. We're not breaking new news. We all know that Ian Gary's maybe a cuck, maybe not. I don't know what you would call him in his situation. Sean Strickland called him a victim, which I think is hilarious. Oh shit. Um, no, it's not. It's not looking good for anyone. So I think no. we can we can start pretty early, man. Even on the um, because you're you're definitely um more knowledgeable in this. Like I really only kind of know what's going on in in the main card for the most part. Um, I do see that Cody Garbrandt is fighting on the prelims, but other than that, I don't know too much. Yeah, so about even the rest of them. Even in the um, yeah. So so I'm I'm just looking at everything here now. So even the early prelims have a bit of a banger of Lucas Almeida taking on Andre Feely. Uh, Feely is a longtime UFC vet, uh, so he'll be sure to put on a pretty great performance. And that that that's kind of the big one I'm taking away from the early prelims. But when there's a name on the early prelims, that's always a good sign. For the preliminary card, the prelims themselves, there is um, a fight. I'm trying to get her last name. Uh, Adrienne, uh, Ariane Lipsky. Uh, she is a fighter that uh, I think is on a bit of a win streak right now. Nope, lost in 2022 via KO. But I, I do think has... <laughs> Okay, well, she won twice in 2023. <laughs> just saying, just saying, both decisions, just saying. All right, I'll need your fucking attitude here, all right? All right, we're rusty. We, we've been off for a while. Fine, do you want to just talk? Okay, we'll talk about Cody Garbrandt, Mr. <laughs> only knows one fucking fighter. All right, so Cody Garbrandt's fighting Brian Kelleher at Bantamweight. You happy now? Yeah, you happy about that? Yeah, the Bantamweights are fighting. The whole the bantamweight who gives a fuck division. Uh, it, it's a, it's a good division. Uh, Cody Garbrandt taking a step down in competition, taking on Brian Kelleher. Kelleher has been around for quite some time. Um, is I think he's been in the UFC since 2017. So he's definitely okay. like definitely had a tenure in the UFC. I think his last few fights have been against um. Some wrestlers, yeah. His last two losses were submissions, and two losses ago was against Umar Namagomedov. So, what does that need to tell you, right? Yeah. Um, before that, his last two wins were decisions. Then he lost a decision. Then he won a submission. So he definitely does look like a wrestler. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he matches up with Cody Nochin Garbrandt. <laughs> um, that's his nickname. That's his nickname. I, oh, I just always, I just always laugh when you call him that. That's that. I'm. Is that not his nickname? What's his nickname? No, it's just, no, it's just a funny nickname. Oh, it's Cody No Love Garbrandt. Oh, I don't think it is. No, it's No Chin for sure. Yeah. Um, and then we have Alonzo Menafield taking on Dustin Jacoby. That's going to be a good one. Uh, in the light heavyweight division, uh, again, both guys have been in the UFC for quite some time. Um, well, this just doesn't make sense, but apparently, what? well, I'm looking at his history. Jacoby fought 
in 2011 in the UFC, 2012, and then didn't fight until 2020. Damn. So a uh, bit of a layoff there, as the kids would say. And yeah, then uh, Menafield, always a game opponent, uh, is currently 14-3. and three. Uh, I think he lost his last fight via submission to Jimmy Crute. And I think before that, they had a draw. This was back in February, so they ran it back. But as far as that goes, one is two fights in 2022. Uh, um, and won two out of his three in 2021. So I think if he, you know, the light heavyweight division right now is a little wide open. I think there's there's a bit of a power struggle. Like, you, name a division. I can tell you who a, who a main contender is. I don't know if I can do that for the light heavyweight division. You know what I mean? Like, name any division. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, fuck ben, you, not that one. Cody Nogin, okay. next. Uh, no, 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 no. Heavyweight. Uh, Bantam, Bantam is Mar- uh, Marab Dishville. Dishvali, whatever his name is. But he's. I think he's kind of the top contender in that division, even though Cheeto's fighting for the belt. Heavyweight, I think, again, I honestly, I think that's a similar situation because you do have Cyril gone. I don't think he should be fighting for the belt anytime soon again. But you have the interim champ, Tom Aspinall, and then it looks like the UFC is still targeting that Miocic Jones fight, which I just, I've already ranted about it. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I. Uh, so yeah. So so the the heavier divisions are struggling a little bit. I'll be honest, but I do think, uh, you know that that just means they're hungry for a contender. So if you can put together a few wins, I think. You can be the next name to talk about. All right, enough of that bullshit. Enough of that malarkey. Let's get on to the main card here. We only touched on two fights. Um, so the first one we got is starting off the main card is Josh Emmett taking on Bryce Mitchell. That's going to be one hell of a competition. Bryce Mitchell, and- obviously a very, very um, good wrestler, accomplished wrestler, known for his ground game, taking on Josh Emmett who some would say is the hardest hitter in that 145 division. Mitchell also um, kind of stepped in late for the fight, didn't he? Yeah, I believe on 10 days notice. Yeah. So he was supposed to fight uh, Giga Chikadze. Uh, Josh Emmett was supposed to fight Chikadze. But th- he had to pull out, I believe, due to injury, I think. So Bryce well, as Mitchell long as it's the not being a cock, I mean. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> Yeah, that, that should Jerry's... be a good that should be a good one though, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's gonna be a great fight. Um I'll be curious. It looks like they're not going to. I'd be curious to see if they get if they try and get Vicente Luque a fight, but the fact that it says they've moved up Bryce Mitchell, I'm gonna assume that they're not. Yeah. Um the next fight we have uh the big one. Oh, yeah. this is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wanna set it up or <sighs> I feel like you should. Just because he's he's your boy, your ride or die, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, taking on Patty the Batty Pimlet from fucking Britain, from fucking Liverpool, mate. Fucking <laughs> salsa, fucking dude. I can't stand the way that man speaks. Uh, it, it's it, it is tough. 
to, to listen to him speak. I was listening to all the pre-fight interviews today because it was a media day today or maybe yesterday, but I was listening to all the interviews today. And, like, Tony Ferguson, entertaining and manic as always. Uh, Patty Pimlet. Like, just sounds like that the whole damn time, man. Haircut yeah. looking like the fifth Beatle, man. The guy's just... Like... <laughs> I want to see him get brutally KO'd. Like, I would just... Not brutally. Maybe that's mean. But I would love to see that blonde bob haircut just fucking fly in the wind. You know what I mean? Could you imagine yeah. that? Just that blonde hair just fucking laying back on a canvas. And just having big old Tony standing tall over top of him. Oh, man. Yeah, so so this is this is I think this is do or die for Tony. I hope Tony retires if he loses. I hope he retires if he wins. I hope Tony retires after this fight. I would love to see him go out on a win. And I'd love to see Patty get beat up, if I'm being honest. I think he's kind of fallen out of grace since his last fight because it was that very close decision. Um and then yeah. he took a long Who's that again? Due to injury. I can't remember. I remember watching it, but I can't remember who it was against. I don't think I even watched that one. Um, it was against... If it's going to let me look it up, it was against... Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon. Over a year ago, actually. It was on December 10th, 2022. So... Yeah, so yeah, it's been out for a year. Been out for a year, Mike. That's exactly how it sounds. That was the perfect impression. Been out for a fucking year, Mike. Fucking back fighting Tony Ferguson. Um. Yeah, so I think, I think he'll be good. Ferguson, I think he's on a six fight losing streak. Might be more. Six, yeah, no, it's a six fight losing streak. Um. Each one getting a little more depressing, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know what to say at this point. It's just... It's, it's also worth... Uh, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so his last win came in, in 20, 2019. Ferguson? Yeah. That was against Cerrone, again. right? Yeah. So, yeah. And even that, that was a doctor stoppage. Because uh, uh oh, yeah. blew his nose and it, it lit up his eye there. So, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be weird seeing. Um, I, uh, honestly, it's a fight I don't even want to watch that badly, if I'm being honest. Oh, you don't want to see Patty get knocked out? I see that's the issue. I don't think I'm gonna see that. <laughs> yeah, that's, pro- that's honestly, my problem. Probably not. That's the problem I have with this fight. I don't think I am gonna see Patty get knocked out. I think I'm gonna see him knock out Tony Ferguson. Yeah, and I think it's just it's gonna be depressing. I um, I agree with you though. I think whether win or lose, I think it's kind of time for for Tony to hang it up. Like I think especially where. I mean, well, if you look at it now, at one point he was, you know, 26 and three. Yeah. Like that's, that's incredible. And now, you know, lose six in a row, you're 26 and nine. Like 
you lose this, you're on a seven fight losing streak. That's going to be now, you know, three full calendar years since your last win. Like at that point, it's kind of just like, yeah, what are you, Conor McGregor? Yeah, it's like, what are you doing at this point? Like, it's time to just, you know, whether you want to or not, it's just kind of like, you know what, for the sake of your own health. Yeah, like it's it's just time to to call it quits. But I, I mean, that being said, I would love to see see him end on uh, on a win. Um, but it's probably not going to happen. Oh yeah, no, I. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just. It's tough. I get sad. I get sad at this point, man. He's just—he's so old, and he's well, so he not now? there anymore. Oh, thirty-nine. Um, yeah, yeah. That's not great, right? It's not great. Oh, 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 man. I'm. Uh, I was. I just had to. Tony Ferguson pulled up here on uh, Google and you know how it pops up with like on uh, their little little like bio and tells you like when they were born, their weight, height, spouse, all that. You click on the one for his spouse. The first picture to pop up is her in the hospital with him where his face is just mashed up. Yeah, that's a famous one. I don't know. I don't know what what fight that's from, but that's crazy. That's the first one to come up when, when you pull up her name. Yeah, that's no, tough. That's, that's, that's tough. exactly how it goes now. That's exactly. That is exactly how it feels these days, man. It's just. I wonder if you pull up Ian Gary's wife if it comes up with her and her ex husband still. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Leila Machado. Or her her boyfriend. I don't know what their their label is. What do we know, right? Exactly. It's just, it's sad to see it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know it makes me depressed. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, it's going to, yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those fights. It's just like, I, honestly, I think even if Tony can just go the distance and take it to a decision, I think that's, that's kind of a win for him even. Yeah. You know, you're honestly right. If he like can I make it look close, that's a win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, right now, Ferguson is a plus 250 underdog. Now, here's what's interesting. He is not the biggest underdog on the card. I was going to say, yeah, he's, he's not even the biggest underdog. Do you know who is? Uh, I, I remember seeing it. Um, oh, uh Stephen Thompson. Our next fight of the night is yeah. Stephen Thomas, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson taking on Shavkat Rachmanov. Now, should we use should we use um their real fighter names or should we use the Kobe Covington nicknames for these fighters? Uh I don't know what the nicknames are. So you'll have to well, maybe, maybe I do. Not off the top of my head, but maybe once I hear him, I'm like, oh, yeah, but. So we got Stephen Thompson taking on, in the words of Kobe Covington, shit rat Rachmanov. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, a very, what a very original nickname. I wouldn't expect Dude, I anything think... less from Kobe Covington. 
Dude, like, and I know I, I'm sure there's a hint of racism here, but the foreign fighter nicknames are just the best. There's Shit Rack Rachmanov and Cumshot Shamayev. <laughs> like, oh, those are like the type of like that's like the type of shit kids in like 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 junior high or something come up with for for their friends or something just like the stupidest ones oh yeah man like well and i i love i love all the kobe covington interviews because he trips over half of his fucking words yeah like the guy's not a smooth talker that's 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 my favorite part about him he's not a good talker his his mouth works way faster than his brain does Oh yeah, and like it's it's not it's not even close. No, and it's just like it's it's tough it's tough to watch sometimes. Um, but yeah, so I think Shavkot should be able to win this one easily. That being said, I think Stephen Thompson does. He does have that tough puzzle credit to him, where where you fight him and you never know like. If you're able to take him down and keep him down, then you win the fight. He's not a ground fighter, but I think he is such a specialist on his feet, and he's such an electric striker that you know to to rule him out completely. To bet on him, that would be wasting your money. But to rule him out completely, I think is is a is a silly mistake in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Then the next fight we have on the card is the flyweight title fight um, of Alexander Pantoja taking on Brandon Roy Val. Now, this is a rematch with them fighting back in 2021 where Pantoja did win via submission in round two. Before that, um, Roy Val uh, in 2020 beat Kaikara France and Tim Elliott then only fought once in 21 and was supposed to fight three times in 2022, but two of his fights got canceled. And then he won the third fight against um, Matthew Christopher. I'm not getting all the way to the last name. And then he won most recently uh, in April of this year against Mathis Nicolau. Nicolau. That sounds right. Sounds like a hockey player, honestly. Kind of does, actually. Hey, okay, we're going off topic a little bit. Have you heard what the name of the uh, backup for, or I guess the now starter for the Chargers is? I have, yes. Easton Stick. Yeah, he he became very, uh, very popular when, when he first made the team, just on his name alone. Oh, that's a that's a hockey name right there. Yeah, man. that is. He picked the wrong sport. He did. He's getting paid way fuck. Well, he's getting paid more. I will say that. Oh, way more, way more. Um, and so you know now getting paid more than him though. Shohei Otani. Fuck is he ever? Have you heard you, that did, contract? Yeah, that it's the craziest deal ever. Like that. Have you seen like the 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 logistics of it? Yeah. He's getting paid like two million a year. Yeah, two million a year for ten years and then 
uh, I don't know. Is it? I don't know if it's like then he gets the rest kind of paid out over the course of a couple years after, or if he gets it all within no, one one giant. I think he gets lump. the rest over another ten years. Okay, that's that's crazy though. That should be illegal. It should be, and people are pissed off about that because like you've got arguably you could you like you like the the best player in in the entire MLB potentially ever based on what he does and it's only 2 million a year for 10 years like it's yeah a lot, a lot of people aren't aren't happy uh, about that but hey, the game's the game just insane man other teams should just get better or offer more the way she goes <laughs> offer worse contracts yeah. All right, on to the main event. The big one. The coronation ceremony. Yeah. Colby Chaos taking on Leon Edwards, man. This this is going to be a really, really good What's one. your prediction? You give me your prediction first. Uh, I, I mean, I don't... I, my gut is, is I would go with, with Colby Covington, I think. The only knock I have is the fact that, like, since his last fight um, with Usman, which was kind of in, that was in November of 2021, he's only fought one time since then, and that was his his fight last year, which was in March against Masvidal, which he won in in a decision. So he really hasn't been... uh, you know, been in the octagon lately, which I think could be could could be a problem for him. Now, I agree. That being said, I think with his style, I think it's a little bit like remember for a while Khabib was only fighting once a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it didn't really matter. Because he was such a specialist that as long as Colby stays fast and sharp, it's not like, like I think someone like a Holloway who, who's a boxer or even someone like a Connor, like you need, yes, you can do hard sparring sessions, but you do need that fight timing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need that for wrestling as well, but I think you can do more hard wrestling sessions and advance your wrestling in the training room better than you can advance your striking, if that makes sense. Yeah. Y- yeah. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I, definitely think, I think ring rust is a real possibility. That being said, um, he has stayed active. I don't think it's because of injury. Like he tried to fight Kamshat Shemaev. Um and Kamshat missed weight. Yeah, I do remember that. Um well well he missed weight for the Nate Diaz fight and then he went up to 185. So the 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 chances of him fighting Colby kind of went away. And what other good fight was there for Colby? I think this is the perfect yeah. fight. Yeah. I think it, love him or hate him. And I, I'm not like, 
I, I get how problematic he is. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I'm a Trump guy, but it's fun to watch the chaos. Some people want to watch the world burn. I like to watch the world burn, man. He yeah. said if he wins, he's going to have Donald Trump put the belt around him in the octagon. Jeez. Well, and that's the thing, though, right? Like, you, you think about it. It's like, do you want to see someone, you know, win, win the title and be like, oh, peace and love, peace and love. Uh, I love you all. Someone come shake my hand and ask me for a fight and I'll give it to you. Or do you want a guy who's going to win and, and trash talk people and create that tension for the next fight? And, you know, I, I personally, as a viewer, I enjoy watching a fight more when the build up to it is the constant trash talking and the belittling of each other rather than the handshakes and the the hugs and the kisses and being like, I respect you. Let's go out there and have a good one. It's just like. It's just not as exciting as having two guys go out there who like actively want to just beat the shit out of each other. And well, that's what and Colby Covington does. He he makes the buildup for all of his fights just so good to the point where it, it it's a must watch pretty much. And I think that's that's incredible that he can, you know, continuously do that. I I completely agree. Now, here is one thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. On the second UFC embedded episode, he got a haircut. Okay. Are you not aware of the haircut curse? No. Is that a thing? Oh my god. Let me let me show you the stats here. The haircut curse. So if you get a haircut on UFC Embedded, <laughs> you are almost guaranteed to lose. Well, not guaranteed, but, but your odds of losing go up massively. So, um, well, right. okay. I I don't. Okay, um. I'm trying. I'm trying to find a list of all the fighters, because because there are like there are some, like obviously, and people go. Oh, there's plenty of plenty of fighters who've gotten the haircut and won. Yeah, but shut up. That's not fun. Um. Okay. I'm trying to find the list here. Come on. All right. The haircut curse. So, um, oh, they're not giving us like a list here or something. I want, I want a list of every fighter because like TJ Dillashaw got a haircut and lost. Um, Jones, I think got a haircut and then the fight got, um, canceled. Okay. Um, okay. So. Fight night 50, way back in the day. Overeem yeah. versus Rothwell. Overeem got a haircut, lost. Hunt versus Verdum at UFC 180. Hunt got a haircut, Hunt lost. Um, 182, Cerrone versus Miles Jury, I think his name was. Jury got a haircut, Jury lost. Ellenberger versus Koscheck. 
Uh, okay, Pettis versus Dos Anjos. UFC 185. Pettis got a haircut. Pettis lost. UFC 187. Weidman versus Belfort. Belfort got a haircut. Belfort lost. Um, UFC 190. Rousey versus Coera. Coera got the haircut. Lost. And then... Oh, they have a few where it's been proven wrong. And fuck that. Yeah, we, um, we only focus on the ones that we want to focus on. There's the more. There's better examples. Just... There's better examples here. Um... Oh man, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling let down by Sherdog here. But it's 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 a well known thing that if you get a haircut on embedded, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Hmm. Okay. I'll 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 send you I'll send you some some examples. Um Justin Gage I, I got a haircut before his fight with Charles Oliveira lost. Um, so it, it sounds like it happens more often than not that they lose, though, like quite significantly. There, there is, Kate. Okay, now I'm now I'm not getting backed up by facts here, but we're never backed up by facts on this podcast, yeah, so it doesn't absolutely matter. Absolutely not. Um, we're going over to Twitter to see if someone's put a thread together. Those those motherfuckers work hard. Honestly, some of them do. They they put in the work for it. That's um see if I can find anything on it. I probably won't. But who knows, right? Um Dominic Cruz got a haircut when he lost to Cejudo. Um Okay, some say the curse is lifted when Usman beat uh, Covington for, or when he beat Masvidal, I think. Um, Gaethje got a haircut when he fought Oliveira, lost. Um, Jones got a haircut and beat Cyril Gone. Okay, so he won. Okay. That that's interesting though. I've actually never never heard of that before though. So d- realistically, do you think that that plays that plays a factor going into this fight though? It does make me clench my butthole a little bit, not going to okay. lie. Okay. Okay. Not going to lie, it, it it doesn't make me feel great. Okay. With that being said though, we haven't got your opinion. Who who do you think's winning this one? Oh, we have my opinion. Covington all the way, baby. <laughs> Chaos is yeah. winning the fucking belt. I think he's Donald Trump's favorite fighter. He's America's champion. He's the people's champion. He's the greatest fighter to ever live. I'm not even putting a parlay. I'm not putting a parlay because I don't want any bum to get in the way of Colby Covington winning me some money. I am opening. I'm I'm moving over to a different betting app, getting that welcome bonus, whatever, and I'm laying. Fat fucking stacks on Colby, all right? I'm putting all the cheddar on that man. What what do you think? Do you think it's a it's a KO victory? Do you think it goes to a decision? I think it's a decision. I think Colby wins via decision. Okay. I think I think Colby doesn't have the ability. 
I think Colby either wins by decision or loses by knockout. I don't see him. I don't see it going another way personally. Okay. And this one's interesting because it was something we, we even kind of talked about before was like, you know, he was right up there at the top, but it was just like, he could just never get over that hurdle. That was, was Usman when he, when he held Marty fake newsman. And now, <laughs> the and CEO now it's like, of EPO. <laughs> And now it's like he's he's back in that title picture, and it's not against Usman. And so I think that really kind of, you know, lights a fire under him being like, this is the time where he needs to go out and, uh, like, seal the deal. Like, he's got to go out there and, and get it done. And realistically, if he loses, he either has to move divisions or he's done, I would say. Yeah. Like, if he loses, I don't see him... I don't I don't see him continue. he's 35 I think like he's not old but he's getting up there Yeah he says he's in his prime and I believe that but I think you know I think when you do get to that age you you if you've had three title shots and lost all three you're probably not getting a fourth unless you move divisions Yeah but I mean hey you know what even look at look at uh Look at Tony Ferguson. He's 39. So when he was about 36, that's kind of when it started to, to hey, change hey, for him. Hey, so. don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Randy. No, no, but but I'm I'm just, I'm just saying. Just shut just saying. your mouth. Just shut just your mouth. Um, yeah. So so that's the card. That's my prediction. I think Brock Monov's gonna win. I think Roy Val's um no, I think Pantoja's gonna win. Uh, my if I'm just putting together a parlay off the dome here, realistically, and maybe maybe we will. I think we owe the fans a PGO a, a PGO parlay. I think it's gonna be Covington, uh, Pantoja, Shitrat, Rachmanov. I think it will be Patty the Batty, and I almost want to stay from away from Bryce Mitchell. Um. Just because he is the favorite, but I I could see that fight easily going either way. I don't think that's yeah. a that's a done deal for anyone. So I think my four would have to be, or maybe if I'm putting a fifth on there, maybe I'd put Garbrandt. Yeah, because you fucking love him. Cody you were no so chance. excited to talk about that fight. Shut up! <laughs> Quit bullying me. Yeah, no, I think. Um, if I had to pick five, I think I'd probably go Cody, Patty, Rachmanov, Pantoja, and Covington. But I'd have no issue dropping Cody off of that parlay. So I think I think the official PGO parlay is going to be, as long as you're good with it, Patty the baddie. You don't know. I'm dropping Patty off this parlay, man, because I'm not like I don't, I'm not going to ever cheer against the PGO parlay. But I'm cheering for Tony, and I'm not going to burn yeah. the parlay by picking Tony. And That's how much does idiotic. Patty really add on? Because he is quite a heavy favorite. So, uh, he's, he he's not a deal breaker. Being one hundred, yeah. So fuck it. We can roll. We can roll with a three, three one, a three man. Yeah, we deserve one to hit finally. And if that's what it takes, I'm all for it. Now, We're all do about we go back to the people? Do we bet with our brains or do we bet with our ball sacks? Well, that depends. What do you? If we're betting with our ball sacks, we throw together a plus 6,700 parlay. 
and take Tony Ferguson, Stephen Thompson, pin. Oh Hoser, yeah, no. Oh Hoser. yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no shot. Why not? <laughs> I mean, like that, that's not a bad one if you're only you know if it's only like a little bit on it, but like realistically, for one that like that's probably gonna hit. I don't think that's the way to go. Not even close. But no chance in hell. But we like to live on the edge here, PGO. Yes, we do. We, we do, do like to live on the edge. So, what do you want to go with? What What's the official? What's the official PGO parlay we're rolling with? Brockman of Pantoja and Covington. That's what we're going with. Damn it, cat. Hey, you know, we'll we'll sleep like a Patoza baby at night when it hits, dude. If 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 Stephen Wonderboy wins, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit myself. Yeah, yeah. Lose yeah. All hope yeah. It, it'll be yeah. It'll be tough. But I'm hedging my bets with putting big box on chaos, baby. Yeah. We ride or die with Covington in, on this podcast, do we? Not really, but like he's fun. He's fun. Exactly. To the point you were saying earlier on, like you do like how he, he builds up every fight. I agree. I think the handshakes and respect is only good if it's a banger of a matchup. And I think Covington makes any fight a banger of a matchup. Boom, big transition here. Um moving on to a little bit of NFL. Um this is uh, currently at the time uh, of us recording right now is arguably the biggest matchup in the NFL um, th- th- this season. Uh, battle of the the dumpster fires, uh, the LA Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, both teams have been just like awful as of lately um, when it comes down to putting up points um neither team has has really been thriving in the department of scoring points uh last three games for the chargers uh only put up 10 points against the ravens six points against the patriots and seven against the broncos so quick math there that's a total of only 23 points in the last three games not very good for the chargers a little bit better, but not quite as much for the Raiders. Last three games, 13 points um, against the Dolphins, 17 against the Chiefs. Then they did have a bye week and then uh, zero points in in a, in a three nothing loss to to Minnesota. So neither team is is really able to put up many points. Um, so it'd be kind of interesting to see how this game goes. We did kind of talk about him. A little bit earlier um, in the episode, but uh, with Justin Herbert um, now done for the season due to a finger injury, Easton Stick, probably one of the coolest names ever in sports, um, is suiting up for the Chargers, and that is it's going to be exciting. This is you know is, is kind of his first uh, his first ever actual uh, start. Uh, in the NFL, so you know, whole whole week of game planning coming in, 
Um, it'll be kind of in- interesting to see how the offense runs uh, with him back there. If you know, is it still the same old, same old, or you kind of run a little bit, maybe of a different system or something with him? Um, again, kind of just depending on his play style. But again, we don't know too much about him at the NFL level to to know what to expect with him. And so I think that will uh, kind of be something to keep an eye on in this game. The over-under on the game is set at 36.5, which personally I think should be probably a lot lower, um, something more similar to when we saw the the Steelers and the Browns play, because I think that was a very um, low over-under. I think the other one was the... I think it was last week. I think it was the Patriots and the Steelers, which I think might have actually been the lowest over under ever in NFL history, which ended up hitting the over in the first half. And then there was like no scoring in the second half. So what a fun Thursday game that was. Um, And now another fun one this week. So uh, by the time this comes out, that game will already be done. And who's going to win it? I, I, the, I don't do they both suck like the chargers are shit the raiders are shit um i would probably just go Easton stick I, I'm, I'm probably gonna go with the chargers for Easton stick um but but i mean it's just like it damn like both teams suck actually fun fact uh because i thought this was really funny so last sunday the Las Vegas Raiders uh, played the Minnesota Vikings. And that game, I'm just pulling it up here because I just want to double check. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, So on that Sunday, there was seven teams in the NHL that put up more points individually than in the entirety of that Minnesota uh, Raiders game where Minnesota ended up winning by a score of three to nothing on a field goal with two minutes left. Like that's insane. If you've got over half the NHL teams that played on Sunday individually put up more, more points in the game than the entirety of a whole NFL game. Like, that's just insane. Uh, Obviously, we know the Raiders are shit. Uh, The Vikings, you know, fall from grace. I I said it was going to happen. I was was blown away at the amount of people that that were saying, like, oh, that the Cardinals should have moved on from Murray because Josh Dobbs is the future. Josh Dobbs is now the third stringer. For Minnesota, he's not even the backup anymore. He's still better he, than Kyler. He, he is most definitely not. He's fallen off. He might be better than Mac Jones. Hey! You're but right. that's not saying much. That is not he, saying much. He's not better than fucking Zappy, though. Yeah, no. Oh, also, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see that the Jets and Zach Wilson will be parting ways I after did. this season? Who really gives a shit? But that is which will be which will be interesting though. It'll be interesting to see because we're we're starting to see those little bits of uh, you know flashes of brilliance. We're kind of starting to see why you know I think you know second overall is, was a bit of a 
a bit of a stretch with him at the draft. But again, you're drafting a guy based on what you're seeing at that time. You don't know what he's going to be at the NFL level. So you got to take based on face value right there. And Zach Wilson was the right pick. But we're seeing those flashes of he can be a starting quarterback. He might just need a change of scenery. And and that's the case with some guys. Like, And that's, that's just the way it goes. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, kind of happens with uh, with, with Zach Wilson, you know, where, where he may end up. Um, and depending on where he goes, is, is he a good fit? Is he a, a long-term guy for, for a team? Um, I don't think he is. Do you? I, I don't. And I only say that just because when you look at like basically every team in the league, they've got their guy. Like so many teams now, have have their quarterback that they're they're running with and that they're 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 at least next three to five years they're gonna have that guy and the teams that don't are all kind of near the bottom so they're gonna draft a quarterback they're gonna bring in a guy and be like we're drafting you you're gonna be our homegrown guy and you're gonna be our future and the teams that maybe fall outside of the top five of the quarterbacks are probably trade up and get a guy and so i think you just it ends up being uh like a sam darnold uh, a trey lance it's like you get you know you get traded to another team or whatever and you come in and you know you're a backup maybe you get some time if there's an injury but you're i just don't think there's a team where he can go in and immediately be the guy i just i don't see it uh, on any team so you say he's got to enter his Brady arc and wait for an injury. Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. I like it. I like uh, it. I'm, but yeah, not a whole lot going on in in the NFL as of as of the one. moment. Like it's a shit game going on tonight that no one really cares about. But what do you got? Here's a fun one. Um, did you know that for the last four games of the season? Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Will play only backup quarterbacks. Really? Yeah. Who do they play? Um Chargers, Bengals. Um I wanna say maybe even the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Oh, and then Patriots. Yeah. They play the Pats on on Sunday. Damn. Yeah. Um, that's actually pretty interesting. My okay, so I have a question. That's, for you here. that's easy. That's bull. I don't yeah, like I've, it. I have a question for you here because this is an interesting one. Who do you think? Because it's because there's a lot of arguments you can make for a lot of different guys. Who do you think, um, right now is the front runner for MVP? Um, Brock Purdy. You think you think Big Brock? Realistically, I think it's probably Tyreek, but I think it should be Big yeah. Big Dick Brock. I I think it it should be Tyreek. I think especially if he hits two thousand, like, and and that's the point of the MVP. It's the most valuable player. And you look at the Dolphins, like without Tyreek Hill, man, they are nowhere near where they're at. Like and, and it's it's not it's not even close. Like I'll qu- quickly pull it up here. We won't dive too heavy into it, but it's the fact of like he's almost 
double the next closest guy being Jalen Waddle in receiving yards. Um, I don't know now after last week. I'll double check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So Tyreek Hill has 12 receiving touchdowns on the season. The rest of the team entirely for receiving touchdowns is 13. So he Tyreek Hill alone almost equals the rest of and that's even with guys like Jalen Waddle, um, Chase Claypool, who's allegedly, according to himself, a top three receiver in the league. He is, he is, he is. Um, but like that, I I don't know. Like I just I know and I know it's gonna end up going to a quarterback because it's a it's a quarterback award. Like they they're making that very clear. And I think right now it's if it's but if, if if it is going to a quarterback, I think it's a it's a close battle between Brock Purdy and uh, Dak Prescott. And I think but, Dak's only going to get it because he plays for the Cowboys. Dude, he's been balling out though. Dak has been balling out this year, but I think again, just everything that Tyreek Hill is for that Dolphins team, like I, it just I can't. It makes no sense for him not to win it, but. Yeah. But what do we know, right? We don't know shit here. Um, with that being said though, do you there's want to do not... clown news? Yeah, I was gonna say let's hop into some clown news. Uh we're, no, we're a little low no... energy today. I think I'm coming down with something. I think whatever you were sick with, you gave to me. Oh, probably. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, we're not going to dive into uh, an NFL PGO parlor this week just because there's not too many great games. Like, you kind of look at most of them. It's very kind of heavy favorites or two bottom-of-the-barrel teams going at it. So nothing super exciting. Um, instead of doing a PGO parlor, we'll tell everybody, go focus on your fantasy teams because fantasy playoffs – are here so go go figure your shit out are you in the playoffs um ours is not till next week i i haven't set my lineup all year that's the thing though is like you're fucking cooking you're you're third you're third in the league actually yeah i'm not even kidding fuck off seriously but that's because you that's literally on the the back of you have McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Like no who has just been an way. absolute fucking workhorse. Like it's weird though because like you're 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 7 and 7 so you're like 500, but that's that's good enough to to be to be third. So should I pick up Sutton? Yeah, I'm going to pick up Sutton. With that being said, though, yeah, let's dive into some clown because we've got some good ones because we haven't been here for uh, for a couple weeks, so that the clown news has been been building up. So, do you want to start us off here with the uh, first so, clown? I don't know how much clown news I have as much as I just have fun pop culture news. Okay. Um. Starting off with, uh, let me pull up. I made a list. Starting off with Rex Ryan. He was uh, talking about the Kadarius Tony. Um, yeah, that was Kadarius that was Tony funny. Uh, call. 
and how his toe is offside. Yeah. And he hits the people with, you all know I like toes. I don't like this toe. Yeah. So not not to fetish shame, not to king shame, but uh, Clown Report, Rex Ryan does like toes. So we didn't know that. Now we do. And um, do with that information what you will. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's that, that's the first one I got. We'll go back and forth. What's yours? Um, this this one was was a very interesting one. Um, do you know you know do you know who Bart Scott is with ESPN? I think so. Um, so he made a very interesting comment the other day. He said that he would not piss on Patriots head coach Bill Belichick if he was on fire. So I I thought that was a very a very offside comment to make, especially when you're you know someone is, uh, you know, like you're you're someone with ESPN and you're you know you kind of got that platform and to go and say something like that you that you hate Bill Belichick and you wouldn't piss on if he's on fire. I'm like I think that's a little little offside. So Bart Scott, you are um you are a clown. Yeah, that that that's that's clown for sure. Um, okay, my next one is uh, again not not clown as much as just fun. This is what I like about clown report. It doesn't always have to be a diss. It's just it's fun. Okay. So apparently, um, Peyton Manning texted Mike McDaniel to ask if he could come on the Manning chat. Okay. Or the Manning cast. You know how that works. Yeah. Um. And he goes, any chance I can talk to you for 10 minutes on Saturday or Sunday about the game Monday night, Eli, and I have your game short and sweet, hang up after 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Would you like to guess what Mike McDaniel's response was? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming he would have, he was like, well, hell yeah, I would love to to come on and join you guys. The response was, um, fuck yes, you're fucking Peyton Manning, bro. Yeah, like that's... Again, not clown, but fun. That's good. Yeah. Uh, um, do you have another? Yeah, this this is a very interesting one. I don't really know necessarily where to throw the blame. Probably on the announcer. Um, so a little bit of... A little bit of tension in the Colorado Avalanche um, locker room in the NHL. So Miko Rantanen, um, he had a big game the other night. And he was kind of asked about, you know, ha- having this big game and whatnot. And he, he kind of kept it short and sweet. Um, and what he said was, one of our Finnish NHL players' dads was talking shit about me. So he's referring to his teammate, um, Arturi Lekkonen, who his dad is a Finnish commentator who made comments uh, about how Rantanen's game wasn't very good and whatnot. And so Rantanen made it very clear after he had a good game to be like, my teammate's dad is talking shit about me, so I'm, I went out there and, and proved him wrong. So I thought that was kind of interesting that you're... Uh, you know, Lekkonen's dad is is kind of creating a little bit of tension within within the Avalanche locker room, especially between great. his 
his son and his his teammates, which I thought was was quite interesting because you don't you don't see stuff like that happen very often where you know parents are uh creating issues within within teams yeah unless you're the chicago blackhawks but well i'm yeah, kidding i'm Corey kidding Perry, fuck I'm your kidding. mom anyways um all right that's that's your clown yeah all right, I got another here. So Bulls Muse, which is a Chicago Bulls like stat fan page. They have eleven thousand followers. Okay. And they, they live react to a lot of NBA games. Yeah. So last night Nikola Jokic got ejected from the game. Okay. In an event of a typo. Mm-hmm. Um, Bulls Muse tweeted out, and this tweet was seen by ninety six thousand people. Jokic with the softest ejaculation of all time. <laughs> oh no! Not bad. Not bad. That's some PGO type shit. That's some PGO type shit. That's some PGO type shit. Um, do you have another clown? No, no. No, I think that's mine as all. Um to set you up, um, to wrap us up here. I was gonna say gonna real quick, A B texted or tweeted out, don't be clingy after I clap them cheeks, you're a bad texter, remember. Oh. Not bad. Hmm. She got a E cup breast a lot on her chest. Yeah, it sounds about right for him. Sounds about right for AB on Twitter. That's a good one. Just spewing the stuff we all want to hear. Um, um, yeah, so to kind of set you up here to wrap us up, some major, major, major. I can't, I can't express enough how major news this is. Okay. Huge. Huge. So we we talk a lot about betting apps and uh betting sites like people love to use apps and whatnot there is a new app that is taking over the world right now w energy they launched uh their official app that you can now download on ios or android now so what does the app offer uh it, it's basically the same as their uh, website it's just a little bit uh it, it's actually really well functioning um everything is very clearly labeled and condensed so it's it's very easy to quickly go in and get what you want and get out uh a lot more user friendly all right i like it and then it also like you know there's uh a lot more stuff to uh find out a bit more about dubby um and all that so it's a it, they're, it's a step up they're they're making moves right now they are continuing the war on big energy which we love we do love that now if you wanted to or if i wanted to get 10 percent off on my w order how would i do that well i'm glad you asked all you would have to do is use three simple letters only three uh, and those letters are PGO at checkout, and you get 10% off your order. 
And if you do that and you put that, um, uh, those three simple letters in, take a screenshot of that, tag PGO, and Will will personally come and spend the night and hang out with you. Hey, and when we mean the night, we mean some freaky stuff. Hey, you said it, not me. You said it, not me. I know I said it, and I stand by it. So if that um, doesn't incentivize you to go and check out Dubby, uh, you can do it by either downloading the app or go to their website, um, and you use that. You could be one of the very few lucky people to spend the night with Big Will the Thrill. Yes, sir. Doesn't get much and, better uh, than that. Make sure to use the link in our bio, and you can get to our bios on any of our social medias, which is at PGO Show on TikTok and Instagram, at PG Overtime on X, and at Post Game Overtime, Post Game One Word on YouTube. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for our two week break. We're going to be back. Go UFC, go NFL, go NHL, go sports, baby. We love you. Mwah.